0: Hello and welcome back to Franklin Covey's On Leadership series. I'm Scott Miller. I serve as your host and conversationalist. Today I'm delighted to have in studio, here in Salt Lake City, one of Franklin Covey's senior consultants and future author, Shea Barney, talking about as facilitators, corporate teachers, presenters, what are some of the basic principles all of us need to know about our eye contact and voice and body movement and hand gestures to build our credibility? Marche, welcome to On Leadership.
1: Thank you so much, Scott. So excited to be here.
0: Honored to have you in today from Atlanta. Yes, Marche, you've been in the firm for almost 12 years. You have taught literally thousands of Franklin Covey engagements across every industry sector.
1: Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. And gone. you're
0: booked now more than you've ever been. So I... your relevance <laughs> is on fire. Yeah. Delighted you were able to fit us in between Washington DC last night and Atlanta yes. tomorrow night. You're here on set. You are co authoring a book for Franklin Covey. Yes. With two of your colleagues, Gene White and James McDermott. Absolutely. You're building on the book that we published last year yes. called The Greatest Facilitator. Mm-hmm. Your team is in the midst of expanding this to really talk and sort of evangelize what are the common principles that corporate teachers, leaders, speakers, presenters, facilitators need to draw upon. Yes. And beyond just your body. Yes. Effective questioning great consultative skills. Really, how do you bring out the genius in people that are in your meetings, in your work sessions? Yes. Writing is tough.
1: It is. It's a lot of work, but it really is a lot of fun. We've talked to uh, consultants, uh, lots and lots of consultants. We're getting information, and we're going to make sure that this is not just a skills book, but something that really is interesting and really empowers people to really be the best presenters and facilitators that they could possibly be. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Soon to
0: be a best-selling author, I'm sure. I hope so. Your book is being published by Mango Media. Yes. And my sense is probably sometime out in late 2019, early 2020, so... Yes. Something to look forward to. We'll have you back when it becomes a bestseller.
1: I will look forward to that. And this. Well, today's Mm -hmm. interview is a little
0: bit unconventional because we're actually going to stand up and demonstrate some of the principles that are important in terms of how we move in the room.
1: Yeah, I'm happy to do that.
0: We're going to talk about uh, body language, physicality of our movement, arm gestures, hand gestures, voice and eye contact, and ways we all can improve on that. Absolutely. So Let's get started. All right. Let's stand up. First, let's talk about... How we should, you know, hold our physical posture and our body in a room.
1: So you know what? First of all, um, it, we want to just ground ourselves. We want for for more than anything else, we want to come off as confident and credible by our participants and our um, the people who are in our audience. Right. So you want to make sure that we just keep our um, feet just kind of um, in alignment with our shoulders.
0: So, our, so no, not like this, not, like not sh- together, not like feet, the sheriff. The same width apart as our shoulders. Absolutely. Okay?
1: Right. And then you want to make sure that you stand up straight. Okay. Not the shoulder back straight, okay. but really coming from the inside. I almost feel like I I kind of envision something, a cord that's pulling me up.
0: Not choking me. So it's from, (laughs) not
1: choking me, but it's from the inside. Okay. So it's pulling me up from here.
0: As if there was a rope pulling me from my core My core up to the ceiling. Okay. And you know
1: what that does for me? It makes me feel, um, uh, you're standing straight and yet there's kind of a comfort in this. Okay. Feet apart that way, cord pulling you up. Okay. Arms. So arms, one thing is you wanna just have like this grounded stance, okay. arms next to each other. That's just uh, by your sides. That's just your general stance.
0: Doesn't feel natural.
1: So oftentimes it doesn't feel natural. Right. So one of the things that you could do is you could bend one of your arms and by the way, sometimes we have things that we're holding. We may have an advancer or for advancer, our slide right, slide advancer. Right. Or a microphone. Or a marker right. or whatever it happens right. to be. But one hand to your side. Okay. And, and you have it in the, in the right place, like right near your okay. navel, your belly button. We'll
0: talk more about hands in a few minutes okay. here. But how does
1: that feel? Better. Than the hands. Right,
0: right. But this is, I could get used to this. It's not natural. Okay. This is what you would call our sort of our resting place.
1: That's the resting place.
0: Place we come back to. Yes. After you have some movement.
1: Yes. So let's go there for a
0: minute. Okay, so let me okay. recap that. So our feet shoulder apart. Feet shoulder Not apart. wider, not shorter, no. not together. Yes. That we're have good posture but not military posture. Absolutely. And that we kind of act as if we're being grounded from being pulled up to the ceiling. Yes. And that our arms are natural resting places by our sides. By and your this sides? is fine too if we're holding something.
1: And and really, you may have noticed just now, you could hold it just that way. And yeah. that looks good, that feels yeah. fine, it looks very natural. And you can do exactly what you're doing. Yeah. I'm actually talking to you and I had both my you do, hands. Yours looks
0: actually very natural to yeah. me.
1: And so that's, yeah. that's another way. Okay. So you just had th- three stances. Right. And I came back
0: to this because I this feeling a little more natural already.
1: And it looks great.
0: Great. So let's talk about how this relates to movement in the room. Okay. We, when we see presenters, you often find people that are exerting their energy a lot. and They're kind of the caged lion, moving back and forth. Yeah. Just last night, I was on a mobile phone call mm-hmm. in a parking lot. And for a half an hour, I found myself like 70 spaces away accidentally. I was just kind of diffusing my energy. Yeah. What advice do you have around that caged lion's
1: So ima- imagine your airport experience walking around and you have people who are following you. Okay. Your audience members following you. So we don't want to do that.
0: Right. Right.
1: And by the way, you don't want to just have that stance the entire right, the time because right. we've got to give some engagement right. um, to the audience. You Movement's keep it, important. Movement is important. Intentional, intentional movement. Intentional movement. So you said exactly what I would have said. So. You want to periodically. So, you know what? A lot of the things that I've learned and a lot of things actually that I'm sharing with you, I learned from Judy Mm Henrik, who was one of the experts that we used in one of our feds a few years ago. And Judy talked about the uh, reality that we could move and you can move when there's a reason to move. So, if there's something that you are getting from, um, you're showing something, something a table, something that you're showing on a a chart, um, that's a reason to move. And what I loved is she also said, you can move when you want to move, okay. right? So, But I move all the time. Right. So you don't want to move all the time. So when every now and then, the audience needs a little bit of movement, and so do you. Right. So what you do is you just kind of walk to a certain point, and then you want to stand for just a little while.
0: But I've heard you call it move and plant.
1: Move and plant. Plant your feet. Yes. So it's, it's not a real amount of time that you need to do that okay. but it is important to stay maybe at least 30 minutes because if you don't then what 30 happens 30 minutes 30, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. seconds. Okay. thank you yeah, yeah. so 30 seconds because if you don't if you keep the moving then it's the lion right. pace that you mentioned before so there's
0: a lot there let me recap that so natural resting place yes uh, move with purpose move Absolutely. with intentionality yes you said move and plant so if okay. i was to say I'll exaggerate it. But, you know, moving over here, mm-hmm. plant myself for about thirty seconds. At least I can move again, either with a purpose or with a reason. Yeah. And then plant myself again for yes. about thirty minutes, thirty seconds. Yes. I, I'm. You're giving me permission to move around, but I'm not moving back and forth or all around constantly. Yes. Move and plant.
1: Move and plant.
0: Okay, that's great. Um, two down, lots to go. Okay. So let's talk about arm gestures, okay. arm
1: movement. All right. So this is kind of
0: natural for me. All right. So um, I have long, kind of gangly arms.
1: So do I. I have very long, gangly no, <laughs> arms. So he, he, have you ever seen anybody who um, just kind of seems to? pin their elbows to their sides. A lot of politicians, and then, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But also because
0: they're also got podiums, right? Holding yeah. on or. So yeah. it's a
1: lot of movement from here yes. and it can get real wowy from yeah. here, but that doesn't look.
0: It's like a dinosaur.
1: Yeah. It doesn't look good. Right. So one of the things that Judy Henrick said is like air your underarms. Air your armpits. So air your armpits. And that what she was really not talking pits. about, not the okay. chicken. No. Yeah. So what she was really talking about is like use the flow of your arms. Don't be afraid to do that because part of that helps you to express whatever it is that you're expressing. It really gives some emotion or you, it gives you the opportunity to emote, you know, with expression. Absolutely. If you're saying this is really important to your organization. Yeah. so That's we wanna, not this. That's right? not that's this. This, right? this is this. really important to the organization. This is really important to your organization. And it can make a huge difference in what we're doing. And we want to, you know, really be able to do that. And you are now empowered to do that. So, you want to make sure that you are using your arms, but don't do it too much. Because then it's right. kind of looks it's like, like you're that.
0: flailing around. So, that. I'm moving less from my elbows and more from my shoulders. Yes. Right? I'm moving my shoulders. Yes. Uh, slow, gracious gestures. Yeah. assuming. Yeah. Too much of this it becomes distracting. Absolutely. I've also heard you and de- seen you demonstrate before when we've co taught. The importance of reversing your gestures because what you see isn't what they see. Mm -hmm. And let me me work on this. You've taught me this offset is that if I'm counting down for me, it's probably, you know, one, two, three, but the audience is seeing three, two, one. So I need to do it backwards, right? I need to do it, you know, one, two, three, because it's important to know you can confuse your audience if what you're saying, what you're showing aren't congruent.
1: Right. So you know what's But what's so important about, I love that you just use that as an example. One of the things that's so important as we talk about presenting is really understanding that it's about our audience. It's about the people who are listening, who are, you know, and so you want to make sure that in our effort to make sure it's about them, one, Yes. two, three, you're doing what's beneficial to them.
0: It's also a mindset, right? It's, am I, am I invested enough in them to make it about them and not just about me? Yes. Yeah. Let's let's keep going. Okay. I'm gonna to to take a checklist here. All right. So we've talked about arm gestures. Can I stop you just for yes. a second?
1: You also just said one, two, three. You used an open hand. I did. And you kind of that good or bad? That, that's good. Oh good. That's good. Versus versus one, two. Yes, okay. Three. Be careful with the finger. No pointing. No pointing. Got it. All
0: right. Open palm.
1: Open palm. Yes. And that is that's um, that's impactful. Yeah, and, we'll and welcoming even, right.
0: Absolutely. Okay, good good point. So I've also heard you say about arms, make the arms congruent with the message. Don't say we have a big new plan, right? And say we have a big new plan. Be thinking about how your gestures are matching and supporting what it is you're saying. Yes. Right. This is not a big new plan. Right. Right. Okay. Speaking of which, what do I do with these other than this down here? My natural tendency is probably to, you know, maybe have them down here. Okay. You call so, this something. So yeah, the fig leaf,
1: the fig leaf. That's right. It's like covering your crotch. You don't right. want to no do that. No one's covering.
0: No one's touching. Don't <laughs> no. worry about it.
1: So really you could actually hold your hands this way, like a little bit more relaxed. You could do that. that, seems, I mean, that so, so let me just tell you what you've just done. You don't want to ball your fist. Okay. Up Cause it makes you look kind of guarded. Okay. That's fine. Yeah.
0: You That's, said even, maybe even a little more looser up it, here.
1: You, it could be a little bit more loose. It could be at the first bend of your fingers. Okay. It could even be there, but you don't want to do the ball okay. fist.
0: Um, and, oh, and up here, not down here, really above my belt,
1: about right above your belt. Yes. That's perfect.
0: Uh, hands and pockets. No, no. For lots of reasons. Right. You know, it's distracting. You can have pins or keys, In fact, or take change, things, take things out of your pants, right? Yeah. For that matter. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. How about, you know, sometimes I find myself, if I'm asking a question, I'm leaning in, I'll do this sometimes. Okay.
1: So, you know, the hands behind your back, it could, it could be good if someone is speaking. Um, and you're listening to them, it could actually be a way that you let them know that you're listening in, but it's not, otherwise it kind of looks like the arrest.
0: Right. So it's not a resting place. It's not. It could be used for a short period. Yes. Right.
1: Only a short period. So don't get comfortable with that, but it's okay when someone is speaking and you're really trying to take in what they're saying.
0: Marcia, how about holding other things in your hand? You know, sometimes it's appropriate to have notes in your hand and you have some rules around that.
1: Okay. So, um, I that's a lot of paper.
0: It is a lot of paper, yeah. <laughs>
1: so, um, but when you had it all together and there's a cardboard back to that, yeah. that looks okay.
0: So have some papers that aren't loose, maybe bind them together. If ever I use paper, I yeah. would bind them. And always have something firm in the back so they're not flopping over or, drop, or you're dropping them. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And by the way, as skilled facilitators and presenters, you kind of want to know your stuff. If you, you're, you're using anything at all, it really should just be for points not to have to stop and not, you don't want to do that. But if you're using something that's absolutely fine to kind of find where you are and to have something that's standard that holds it together.
0: Let's talk a bit about our feet. All right. Because our feet are part of our our movement as well. Okay. I find that sometimes I'll do something like like, like pivot my foot out. You see people that will, you know, bounce like this and others. What advice would you give us on our feet?
1: So, um, you know, let me just. I'm mindful of where
0: to put my hands and (laughs) what to do.
1: Absolutely. And by the way, just back to the hands just for a second. It's any number of things. Do what feels good for you. You just want to make sure that you continue to seem confident, um, credible, and comfortable all at once. Right. All right. And maybe so,
0: not have something in our hands that allows us to release energy because I've seen people with pins clicking the tops and it it's so no. annoying, right? You
1: don't want to do anything that's distracting. Right. Okay. So whatever you're doing with your hands okay. when you get back to your stance, you don't want to, I actually um, did not realize I had this way of um, kicking my leg out you, like you put, this.
0: You put your weight on your on your hips. So
1: that's a different way of doing the leg kick. Okay. So yeah, I guess you so. just, uh,
0: yeah. you just lost. But, but I just did that. I felt that I, I do that sometimes.
1: So it looks less, it doesn't mean that you're not really credible, but you look less credible yeah. when you do that. And so the hip out, it, no. So we've already talked about our, our feet being that way. There's another way you could actually um, hold one foot kind of pivoted okay. and put the other heel of- Like that? Yes, kind okay. of tucked in just That's a little like bit. That's
0: like a ballet stance or something like that. Yeah, I think it? it's yeah. like third third place
1: or something okay. like that. Okay. But. Yeah. So that is, that's a way that you could do, but don't worry so much about your feet as it is. I would just really remember that um, centering stance Um, and then allow yourself to have the cord up and feel comfortable. That allows us to do both. Okay.
0: We're going to move to eye contact and and voice in a moment where we'll sit. Let me just re re, kind of recap. Okay. okay? Okay. So decent posture, not soldier posture. Absolutely. Uh, Feet shoulder width apart, air the armpits, Uh, Gracious gestures, not too many. Yes. Hands kind of naturally by our side or up above our navel, navel, sorry. Perhaps something in our hands right. could be an advancer or a microphone mm-hmm. that we're not fiddling with. Right. There's a place for paper as long as they're bound and it was something behind them. Absolutely. And let's see. And feet, sort of fairly straightforward. You could pivot one out. Yes. But no restless movements and, and this makes right. you look weaker as such. Absolutely. Um, Scott,
1: you're a good, you're learning fast. No,
0: you know, <laughs> it's, you're, you've got a good way to teach it. So <laughs> let's sit and talk about it. Right. Let's talk about voice. Okay. So I have found that, you know, everyone hates their own voice, right? And I tape a radio program Mm -hmm. called Great Life, Great Career. And I actually like it more because I have this really expensive microphone. It transforms everyone. But it's mindful that I always have to slow down, speak more clearly, not become too robotic. Mm -hmm. What tips would you give us about our voice projection?
1: So it really is important that we project when we have an audience of any amount. You don't, you want it to be... Um, in alignment with the number of people that you have. But you want to make sure that you do consider your voice, your pace, and all of that. Because we can go too fast. We can be too mousy. um, We could be um, too soft, too slow. And so you do want to be mindful of that. Um, What I would encourage everybody to do is really, just as you've just mentioned with uh, the set that you do, um, is to listen to yourself. Listen to every message that you leave, but be intentional to record yourself. You could use your own phone recorder to hear yourself. But here's what I do. It is so important that we don't just have regular conversational toned um, communications all the time. time. When I'm delivering a class, I come from inside and I project out. So when I'm doing a class, I rarely need a microphone. I see you. I like...
0: Checked in right there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and and it's because I'm projecting and it's not just coming from my mouth. It's coming from the inside and it does a couple of things. It really helps people to hear me and understand what I'm saying, but it also gives me a bit of energy about what, what I'm saying that gives you do that that on
0: purpose. I didn't expect it, but when you keep raising your voice up, (sighs) I check in mentally and physically because I feel you to
1: be credible. Yeah. So it's important that, so as you've just experienced, that's really important.
0: Yeah. So tape record yourself and listen to your own variation and such. Speaking of microphones, talk about stage props. You know, when is it appropriate to be with a podium or a lectern or behind something like that?
1: Yeah. So um, you really have to assess the needs. Um, But so in terms of microphone, I rarely I really don't enjoy or like microphones, but it just depends on the the A large audience. You have to have a large audience you have to have. But the the podium. I don't ever do. I always uh, ask that they either remove the podium or allow me to just have a mic to be able to use that. And the reason that I do that is it really gives me the opportunity to connect with the audience because after all, that's really what it's about, connecting with your audience and making sure that they understand what you're saying. And um, and standing behind a podium is really kind of a barrier Hmm. to me Hmm. between what I'm sharing and what they're experiencing. Well,
0: that takes a confident person who's willing to stand out in front of the audience, who knows their material well enough that they're not relying on notes. So when you're speaking and you're one of five speakers, You'll let the other four stand behind the podium and you'll take yeah. out a handheld and step out.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. So you know what? You just said that that takes confidence. But in reality, it gives me confidence. When I stand behind a podium, it just makes me feel like I'm supposed to be doing something in some way that someone said that's not necessarily my standard when I come from behind the podium, I'm able to really connect with who I am, connect yeah. with why I'm there, and really connect with the audience. What
0: you say is so true, because when you're at a conference and a speaker does choose to kind of shake things up and come down, yeah. you get like excited about it. You think, this is mm-hmm. gonna actually be more engaging and more fun versus yeah. just someone, you know, you know, proclaiming something up yeah. behind the podium. That, that's great advice. Yeah. I also noticed that with microphones, you and I take the time, we actually tug yeah. our cords in. Yeah. I think it's so sloppy when you see people that, you know, these are very credible people and they have their cords swinging in front of their belly. Mm-hmm. Go to the restroom.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's really just about a little bit of self-awareness, which actually we should all be doing at a deep level, even before we deliver anything. It has everything to do with um, how we show up, our presentation, us seeming like we're together or not. Right. So um, yeah. I do the same thing. It's about I make caring sure for it. your audience,
0: isn't it? It's being on, being early, having everything yeah. set up. I love the quote from Ritz Carlton. It's ladies and gentlemen serving ladies and gentlemen. And even though you're the paid expert in many cases, your job is still to serve the audience.
1: It is. And you know what, Scott, you just make me think when you say that. Um, And you didn't ask me this, so I hope it's okay. (laughs) Before I do anything, I actually remind myself of that. It is about the audience. It's never about me. And so it is about my having been hired to do a job, people have paid well to right. get you know, information, to um, have the transfer of the knowledge, whether it's to change a behavior or to accomplish a metric or whatever it happens to be. I've been hired to do something. And I remind myself, this isn't about me. This is about them. And I need to, all of the things that we've talked about, how we stand, how we you know, um, speak, the, our voice, all of those things, it really is about how we show up. But ultimately, it's always about them.
0: Right. It's, a, it's a paradigm right it's a mindset yes. around what is your role and it can be challenging because as presenters we have a little bit of ego in it and they yeah. did hire us versus yeah. someone else right yeah. so you bring a little bit of some conflicting values because you want to shine yeah. and you want to be liked but you also have to balance that with it's not about me it's about them and success is yeah. not how much they clap and success is did they learn something? Yeah. Are they going to do something different? Yes. And Change the behavior.
1: Yeah. And it's such a huge balance, you know, between the two. Show up well, so important. It makes me think about our uh, our content on trust. You know, there's the character, and then there's you know you the ca- yeah, yeah the ca- and yeah. so we want to have the competence and all of that, but we also want to make sure that you know we're thinking about how we show up. We're delivering well. We want to make sure that people see someone who is credible. Right but it's for a reason. And the ultimate goal is to really transfer information that really makes a difference to people. So much
0: more to talk about. I want to get to eyes in a few minutes. Okay. Let's talk about dress and jewelry too. I mean, okay. you're dressed pretty, uh, you look nice, Thank but you. you're dressed simply. You're not real flashy, mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of colors mm-hmm. and your jewelry. I'm guessing you were intentional today in what you wore here. Talk about that. <laughs>
1: So you know what? Some might look at the bracelets and think that's an arm party because there are a few <laughs> bracelets here, but I'm intentional. I am very intentional. they loud. Okay. So they're not. So I would not, I have a charm bracelet, but I would never wear a charm bracelet because it does jingle. Right. A, you know, right. it, it does, it jingles a lot. And so I would not use that. On any given day, you might see loop earrings or something that hangs, you know, artsy earrings on, you. Yeah. on me, but I'm very intentional to um, use just studs. Yes. Um, everybody doesn't have to do it that. But that's another thing where I remind myself, I don't, I want to present you're myself taking it well. down a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I want to present myself well, but I don't want to be a distraction. I yeah. don't want anything about me to be a distraction. Yeah, I know you,
0: you're very stylish, Thank you. but you take it down a notch in front of a client because you don't want that to be overpowering right. the message right. and you have a, you have a necklace on.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So, so here's something that's important too. It would be so easy. This is a hanging necklace. It would be easy enough for me to play with this. But right. you don't want to do that. When you have jewelry, they're just pieces that accessorize whatever you're doing. Yeah. But you don't want it to be um, anything that is now that's the issue. That's, that's the focus. Right. With men too,
0: right? I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. know the body type you are, dress for your body type. Yes. If you need some fashion advice, grab one of your friends and no. say, give me some tips, right? Yes.
1: Yes. And and so um, we want to make sure that we show up professionally because even outside of, of we don't have to be flashy or fashionable but we want to make sure that even the, the, the simple things that we do aren't distracting where we have on the Hawaii Hawaiian right, shirt
0: right dress right? for the environment you're in absolutely let's talk about being self-aware because okay. that's super important we all have things that we do that we don't know or recognize. Yes. In fact, I have ticks that I do that I don't know about. I was told once at a program in DC, I asked for some feedback afterwards how often I adjust my glasses. I didn't realize it. I actually buy plastic frames because they don't bend like wire ones. Yes. But I, apparently I do this a lot. And I also have some words that I use to build bridges. And I realized that sometimes I'll use them eight or 10 times in an hour. It becomes distracting. What's the best way to build some self-awareness on what you're doing well and what you're not doing well?
1: Sure. So there are two things that I would recommend. One is I would um, have somebody record me, and again, you know, we talked about the audio recording um, to hear our voices. Take a look at yourself. In fact, we could set something up on our own just to see. Just use um, your phone,
0: right? On a tripod or
1: something. And you only need about 10 minutes of, uh, it's eye-opening when we see ourselves. Go and come back (laughs) and watch it again. In fact, don't even look at it until much later. Well, that's that's an
0: important point, right? Is you hear in coaching, don't have someone give you feedback or look at things during the day. Watch it in your hotel room that night or later. Not
1: even on break. (laughs) wait till the end. So you just said another thing. So one, I actually would record myself at least take a look at, for 10 minutes at myself or invite someone to observe you. It could be someone who's already there or you could invite someone who is just a trusted friend or partner yeah. um, to just take a look at what you're doing, ask them to take notes on right. what you're doing and give them permission to be honest with you about anything that could be helpful. Everything may not necessarily be what we want to use, but um, Todd Davis talks about get better. Yeah. We want to ask someone to, yeah. to observe you because we're, we're
0: we're, we're, unconsciously incompetent on the things that we do that can annoy people, right? It could be the words we're using or
1: deep breaths or movement. And so you mentioned your glasses. Let me tell you something that um, someone told me and I was completely unaware of it until they told me about this. Someone many years mentioned when they sat in the class um, that when I talked early in the day, I said things as if they were questions. So much of the things that I was saying had like a little curl on the end with a question mark.
0: I see. You meant them to be statements, but they came out as questions. (laughs) They
1: came out as questions. And I really, you know, I really thought about that. And what it helped me understand is it really makes me seem a little bit less credible because I was talking about things that I totally understood, things that I was knowledgeable about, things that I, you know, knew very well. And yet if I put a question mark on the end, I don't seem like I really know what I'm talking right. about, right?
0: And you've worked on that to be more deliberate about that.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Let's
0: talk about eyes.
1: All right. So
0: we talked about um, the connection that voice has. All of us took a speech class in high school and college, <laughs> right? We were kind of told to kind of scan the audience. That's not true. Scam- right? yeah. What should we do with our eyes?
1: Okay. So I'm
0: going to adjust my glasses, OK?
1: OK, <laughs> so, you know, I think I have probably said already a couple of times it is so important for us to connect with people. Everybody when when anybody leaves anything that I do, I hope that they feel like they mattered and I hope they feel like I saw them. And not because I plugged into them that way, but because at some point we connected. Mm-hmm. And our eyes connect people, our eyes engage people. Mm-hmm. So periodically, you do want to plug in and you'll see there will be people in the audience who make it very easy for you to connect with them. And then there are others who at times you'll just catch their eye and their eyes. And then you want to just plug in on that. Um, Judy Henrick uh, talked about, um, you know, Finding a pair of eyes and just plugging in there for about five seconds to
0: an individual person
1: to an individual person. And she actually called it the punk five and punk five being punctuation five. So if you find someone who you connect with, look at them and, you know, you're talking about something and you just look in their eyes for about five seconds or at least until you get to the end of the sentence, period or question mark. And then you can go on to the next, you know, go on just kind of generally talking to your audience.
0: And then repeat that occasionally on like another set of eyes, not, not yes. five here, five here, five here, but occasionally with your natural style, punctuate to a person yes. for five seconds or right at the end of that thought yes. and then move on.
1: Yes. And by the way, you want to do it periodically, as you've just said, but you don't want to do five seconds here and right. five seconds right. here. You'll
0: bore into somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Marche, great points. You're, it's a journey, isn't it? I mean, you've, been, you've taught thousands of programs. You're still learning. Yeah.
1: I'm still learning. I'm but still, you're also
0: writing, which is uh, uh, <laughs> an exciting way to bring all this knowledge that you and Jean and yeah. James McDermott have out. Yes.
1: Because we're excited to share the things that we have learned over time. Because it wasn't um, the things that I've shared with you, I've picked up over the years. That's right. So we want to share with others to help others be um, as confident, as credible, and enjoy the journey of what they're doing, just like we do here at Franklin County.
0: Something I've also learned about this is overwhelming. People that are going to want to watch this aren't going to want to present over <laughs> again because they're going to be so mindful. No. You and Judy have talked about this sort of principle. I'm going to get it wrong, but you've said, you know, kind of once you know what the rules are, yeah. you can kind of find your own way within them. It's not all yeah. or none. It's never put your hands in your pocket and never throw your hip out. It's just be mindful of them. Once you know them, you can kind of work around them, right? Yes.
1: yes. So find your space, find your space, make sure that you're doing what feels comfortable to you. It's as with anything else that we learn, anything else that we get, you now have tools, well, so anybody who looks at this, I hope that they'll say like, wow, now I'm going to think about that the next time right, I, I right. deliver, but then find their place. Awareness for, is
0: most of the issue. Right,
1: absolutely. Challenge. Yeah. That, that really is. That's yeah. the big thing. And so for some, as I showed you before, like I really prefer my hands together or one hand down and one hand to my side. Mm-hmm. Someone else might really be very comfortable with their hands to, side, to their side. Yeah. With my long arm arms, I almost kind of like to break it up and yeah. it just feels comfortable that way. So whatever works.
0: You've mentioned comfortability in our last minute here. What advice would you give us on some of the liberties that a presenter facilitator can take in an audience in terms of space? In fact, let's stand up for the last minute here. Okay. Um, sometimes you see presenters that will sit down with the audience or mm-hmm. with their group or sit on a table. What advice would you have around taking the liberty of every ever joining the audience by sitting?
1: Okay. So. So the so just know oh, from I'm the sorry, very I <laughs> No so <laughs> that's right core it up yes, comfort yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so so here's the deal we, from the very start of the day we are actually developing a relationship and it doesn't just start immediately. I mean, right. it just doesn't happen don't immediately. Don't cross that
0: bridge too quickly. So you to don't wanna
1: up. cross it too quickly. You are building credibility. You're hoping that they are starting to feel that. And after a little bit of time, maybe an hour, two hours, or at least you'll know, just based on the exchange with your people, um, at some point you might feel like it really is okay to sit on the edge of a table to really hear the discussion mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. happening. Um, so that may be so. Um, one of the things that sometimes people talk about is touching mm-hmm. people. I rarely touch anybody in yeah. class. Especially kind of However, in the current
0: climate, too, right? Be
1: more absolutely, like people I rarely do. If ever I do, it would be somebody's forearm. It would be somebody's forearm, I and see. very and very quickly to just say, you know, almost You're to acknowledging confer, them, acknowledging yeah. something that yeah. you they've just said or something that you've just said. Yeah. Right talk about, they, they talk about the them.
0: space, also because people are you know people have different. Preferences on their
1: space. So take a look. I actually, when I just mentioned the forearm, I kind of stepped in yeah. that way. I didn't feel like you it got it's, in of my space at all. Okay. So feel the difference in this. Do you feel like I'm kind it's of... very missing? different.
0: If I didn't know... I could do that again. Yeah. If I didn't know you, I would think that was kind of awkward. That is. Especially so, in America where I think... Our bubbles are tighter than maybe in European countries. Yeah, so we need
1: a little bit more space. So um, you can actually really just stepping in, you know, to say something, even when people are sitting around you, to to step in. But even when people are sitting and you're standing, we don't want to hover over them and be over them that way. So give people their space.
0: Yeah, that's great. Wow, I've learned a lot. My (laughs) artist has learned a lot. Excited about the book coming out next year. In the meantime, I think some of my biggest learnings are going to be Tape Myself. And yes. have another trusted colleague come in and inventory how often I'm doing this or what I'm saying, because building your self-awareness as a facilitator is everything God. to picking up those little things that you're doing that may be distracting the learner from what is the true purpose. Yes. Which is to learn.
1: Yeah. Right? That's the bottom line.
0: You're a class act. Oh, thank, thank you for Scott. coming. Thank I'm you. I'm delighted so much. that you're part of the Finklin Covey Company. Thank you. Marsha Barney, welcome. And we thank you all for on leadership. Joining us today, we'll see you next week with another exciting guest back at Franklin Covey. Thanks so much.